0: okay it's been a while since i've been on this microphone i don't even know if i'm (laughs) the levels are good or anything i'm talking to an infinite void (sighs) should we get started i think so let's do this let's start the show Welcome to a podcast with Jordan Haas. I'm your host, Jordan Haas. Uh, it's been a few weeks, I think. I mean, last time I uploaded a video was that, uh, video episode, was that a Ryan Seacrest deep dive. Um, no one listened to it. Zero. At least according to my analytics. I could be wrong. So that was something. I put so much effort into a podcast that no one listened to it. And it's gonna be like this episode, probably any other episodes. Hi, hello, welcome to the podcast. Um, today's my mama's birthday. She's in the hospital. She was supposed to come out uh, Saturday. And then a really bad muscle spasm hit, and now she's back there. So she's probably gonna be there Monday. She's gonna be here Monday or Tuesday. Um, so I don't wanna bide my time, but I, I know the second that she comes back, it's gonna go back to the way things are, where I'm not gonna really have much time to record podcasts and make all this fun content with slush machines and all that. So I wanted to make a quick episode here to kind of um, give everyone the heads up, even though I'm pretty sure nobody is caring one way or another. Uh, I, I even don't tell anybody this. This is a secret between you, the podcast listener, and me. I'm not even going to bring it up in the description. I uh... So, Mr. Beast, everyone's been talking... The Mr. Beast, right? Mr. Mr. Beast, good or bad? Uh, he he just made a video where he threw a train to a pit, like an actual train, very weird. Uh, and then in his donation charity, uh, is giving water and electricity and food to a bunch of communities in Haiti, which is wonderful. Um. There's also a promotion to give away electric bicycles Uh, and don't tell anybody, but I I applied I I don't have a way to get medications and groceries. I I still do doordash and instacart for most of the bidding Uh, So any little bit helps as far as I'm concerned. So I'm I applied most likely I'll be going to more deserving people. Not weird, snarky podcasters on the internet with zero views. <laughs> okay, well, this has been a weird week of uh, stuff. I mean, I haven't, been, I haven't been here for two weeks. I don't think I've been here for two weeks. I've been sleeping, mostly catching up on sleep, been catching up on Podcast the Ride, been catching up on Cheap Show. I have a weird selection of podcasts. I, I I kinda go through a big circle. Like sometimes it's what a time to be alive, other times it's curators, and and you just stumble upon this. Why you stumble upon this podcast, everybody has a podcast. We don't know. But uh yeah, so Anyway. Uh it's been weird. 4th of July, happy birthday, America. Happy birthday, America. And then the, everyone plays the four kids thing, because that's 4th of July. Uh, yeah, it's it's been uh, interesting. I've come to this conclusion, um, because I never, I didn't go out on the 4th of July. I wanted to, but uh, it turns out, you know... Booking an uber on the fourth of July is not a good idea. So I Was home and I got my fourth of July the same way uh, Some people probably do which was through that Macy's NBC video where they uh, Filmed the Hudson which had rain delay. They couldn't do the Coney Island hotdogging dogging contest There was no fee- feasible way to get people to eat hot dogs indoors, especially if there was like a building there that has hot dogs. If only, you know, the Nathan's hot dog eating contest had like a building for which it was indoors that these people could eat the hot dogs in. But nope, they couldn't rain delay or even get a tent. Like the COVID, they had like a cool outdoor, like tent thing with lights, it was very cool. But no, they just canceled it. Uh, I have a conspiracy theory about this, and I know podcasters are your number one home to conspiracy theories. Uh, So here is what what my conspiracy theory is. I don't think it was rain delay. I don't think weather was a reason the Nathan's hot dog eating contest ended. Uh, They didn't do the contest this year. I'm my thought is it's because the hot dogs were gross like it wasn't to the liking of Nathan's like either they undercooked the hot dogs or they burnt the hot dogs but either way they had maybe like 300 hot dogs or so that were completely wrecked and burnt and just destroyed and well we can't have a hot dog eating contest with these hot dogs and So they go like, well, do you want to delay it? We can just always order more hot dogs. No, there's a weather outbreak, no hot dog contest. Bye bye. And then they all left. So maybe they should do the Time Magazine thing and just say the winner of the hot dog contest was you. Like we all won the hot dog eating contest this year and just call it a day. (laughs) At least that's what I would think. But anyway, the thing, the fireworks I saw, uh, besides YouTube videos, which thank you everybody who posted Disneyland Fourth of July videos that made me happy, uh, was the Macy's uh, New York Rock and Eve version, and I will say, I. Th- is even though I'm pretty sure that was real, like those fireworks happened in real time live, or at least on a 10 second delay. I don't think those concerts were like recent. I feel like a lot of those in studio let's record taped things were all taped all at the same time where it's like, oh, Kelly Clarkson's going to sing a song and then we're gonna change it from macy's thanksgiving to macy's fourth of july to macy's uh new year's and just call it a day because that's what it all felt like like there's maybe it's because there is no real sign of like this is current day 2022 but it just it always feels a little sanitized in the production standpoint these like whether it's Fourth of July or New Year's or any sort of situation where it's a like it's a special, typically speaking. And this is no shock. A lot of the Halloween and Christmas and whatever specials that you see on TV were done months in advance, like the Christmas specials were filmed now or in like last month. Well, well, strike is not included. Uh, So when it comes to something like this, where it's like a concert, Hey, nice to see it's done months in advance. There's no Shania Twain's not showing up. It's only going to get awkward if you record something and then like, oh, no, they they passed away. And we've been seeing a lot of musicians pass away recently, and I'm a little scared. Who's next? Well, that's just me. Uh, So it was awkward. I would say that was one of the most awkward TV shows I watched besides the weekend HBO icon. Was that what's called the icon? People have been giving that show a hard time and I just, I don't get it. It's a nice show. It's a nice show about, I'm assuming Celebrity, but not really. It's been weird. Uh in terms of wrestling, I I'm gonna be honest, folks. I like AEW Collision. I like CM Punk. I would say CM Punk is one of my fave five wrestlers currently and of all time. I love CM Punk. Yes, you didn't create the GTS but when it comes to his microphone, his character, all of that is so cool. And on AEW Collision, I think he's doing a great job there. However, <laughs> I have not been watching AEW Collision cause it's a Saturday. And I don't know if you noticed, know but I'm from California and they've like, even though the, the, we get the West Coast feed at eight o'clock AEW Collision, Everything's been spoiled on my timeline. So I already know what happens at five o'clock. So there's no reason for me to really like, oh, at eight o'clock, better watch Collision. And it's not like Saturday Night Live where now it's Live Live and you can watch any time. Which also would make it a little bit weirder too because if it was Live Live, west coast to east coast, I would have to be here at five o'clock on a Saturday. Does anybody do anything at home on a Saturday at five o'clock? Besides eat, do chores or like work related things or content creation? Like they, they make streams and YouTube videos. I think most weekends are like the streamer hours, right? So it's really tough. I don't, I don't know if that's a good thing. I really don't know if that's a good thing. Anyway, so I, I, I'm instead watching TV, and I've been watching this show. Uh, it's called The Prank Panel. I talked about this a long time ago with Eric Andre and. Johnny Knoxville and Zell, and and it's if it's an okay show it's still bizarre to me ABC would pick this up and Disney would say you know who's a good face of family entertainment Johnny Knoxville (laughs) you know when we think Disney we think ABC Disney you know there's all these wonderful shows the Goldbergs the Wonder Years and Eric Andre screaming Fuck you all! Uh, eight o'clock at night—it's great. <laughs> but yeah, I just—I'm—I'm—it's I, a, a, still weird to me. I don't think it's a good time so to put it at eight o'clock. But it's Jimmy Kimmel's production house. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. He has—he doesn't have a talk show at the moment. Um. So that, that's been what has been on my mind. Uh just all these weird shows coming in. Uh I watched two game shows, but I don't want to talk about those on the main thing. Actually, I probably have to talk one on game shows, I suppose. Uh I watched Puzzling. I have watched uh Is It Cake 2? And I watched Secret Chef. Um And I'll talk about all of them right now. Because that's kind of... I'm playing catch-up with everybody. Uh, So. First off. uh, Let's do puzzling. Puzzling is... Channel 5 in the UK. They have their own take on Only Connect. But Only Connect's a UK show. So the New York Times Connections puzzles. And... Essentially. It's all puzzles, you know, like those matchstick puzzles, the which of these doesn't belong. What word fits between the two? What word is hidden in this word? Anagrams, all that kind of puzzle-y kind of things that I like to call the alphabet soup of British game shows, because every year there's a puzzle based game show. And it doesn't work out. Beat the Brain has done it. Family Brain Games has done it. Um, 1000 Heartbeats has done it. Th- there's always some variant on a math question or a, hey, how many squares are in this square? And you, you know, like the bullshit that you see on like a Facebook feed. It's that as a game show and the lateral thinking kind of things on like 1% club. That's also puzzles. I, do, I look, I like puzzles. I like puzzle solving. I like escape rooms for some of those very reasons. But once you get the puzzle solution idea out of the way, most puzzles are fucking boring to watch. As a guy who loves solving puzzles, there's only so many ways you can do the hey, what number parking space are they on? Is it 86 or if you upside down it it's 98. What? Like idiot test. I just know. Anyway, it's not a team-based game show. It's a single-player game show. What's the prize? They didn't tell me. I think it's just a trophy. It is what the Brits say bollocks. But it's harmless bollocks. But like I would not go out of my way to watch it I think it's just a oh that's on kind of show which is most game shows it feels like a show that would have easily fit on the Fox syndicated lineup if puzzles didn't take too long to design explore and write down that's why it's very very terrible anyway it's okay uh the other game show is a cake 2 debuted on Netflix. Mikey Day is back to play game show host with a revolving door and cakes. And I will say it's better this time around. They fixed the format as they say. So it's not a game show where everyone gets to play and everyone has a chance. They've now done it, so it's almost like a crime scene kitchen mixed with a qualifying round. So, everybody gets to play where's the cake, and then only the ones that could find the cake first get to play first, and then the other players uh, get to play next, in the next episode. But in each episode, regardless if you play or don't play, one person gets eliminated, and one person gets a cash bonus of $5,000 with a chance to earn more money, 5,000, 10,000 or 15,000, or I think 20 maybe, in the find the cake finale. If they don't find the cake, that money goes to the jackpot at the end of the show. So, we play find the cake. Find the cake's the qualifier. Now, sometimes it's like season one where there's the pedestals and hey, which is the cake? Fun Cake! Others is what I think is much better, which is they have this set. So, they like, for instance, a college dorm room. Uh, a room from the 90s, more specifically. Uh, and another is, like, a Camp Wilderness set. And these sets I really like because it shows that, like, hey, you will not know what's Cake in this area, which kind of plays into that is it chocolate kind of Japanese variety show act. And then they get to decide who bakes, because if you found the cake, you go first and you get to play. But careful, one of you is going home today. And one of you gets $5,000 with the chance to... And then they get to actually uh, play, uh, you know, the show. And typically, uh, they get to bake cake. Sometimes they get decoys. In the first episodes, the decoys were only one, which made it very challenging. In round two, they have two decoys and then in round three, three decoys. Now when I say round one, round two, and round three, that's the sets. So once, so in each episode, there's two episodes into a set. So once one person's out from each set, Hey, we got rid of two. So now we're going to go to round two and we'll do two decoys and then three decoys culminating in the finale where everybody gets to play at the same time, a double elimination occurs, and then they get to play the final round where it's basically what do you do with the cash prize as a cake? So carpentry tools or which is on the set dressing for Is It Cake, a Mona Lisa painting. What could this possibly mean? I'm not gonna spoil it. But I've seen Glass Onion Uh, and I think it's a much better show. I I think Netflix is trying to come up with something to pair with Nailed It because they're trying to do reality shows. Reality shows are notoriously cheap and they have all sorts of reality shows. They have Too Hot to Handle. uh, They have The Circle. They have Nailed It. Uh, No word yet on cheat. No word yet on Bullshit the Game Show. I don't think Awake's coming back anytime soon, definitely not Flinch. So it's going to be interesting. I do want to see more reality shows, but the one that I've been excited about on Netflix is One Piece. The last couple of weeks, people have been giving their thoughts about One Piece, and I'm the one to say it's going to be good, but people are gonna be upset about it because, oh my God, this isn't like One Piece. Ugh, it's not like the anime. Or people are gonna be like, eh, it's okay. Or people are gonna be really, really, really liking One Piece and obsessing on the actors that play the characters of Luffy and Zoro and whatever to the point of what they do with the Stranger Things cast, because it is Netflix. And I'm excited to see how that works. I I think it's gonna be an okay show, but I think much like Cowboy Bebop, it's gonna have its niche audience and then no one else. Uh, But hey, One Piece is a great series. I don't know how it works as an adaptation. I have seen adaptations in live action. I've seen cosplayers. So worst case scenario, just assume it's a bunch of cosplayers doing a fan fiction film. Personally speaking though, if I wanna get into the anime adaptation of patient things, uh, the Duffer Bro- Brothers is doing a Death Note show. The Stranger Things people are doing Death Note. And that is what I'm actually the one most curious about. So, hey, uh, Duffer Brothers shooting my shot here. My name's Jordan. I would like to be a part of that even if it's just random cop number five. Thank you. All right. The last of the game shows, is Secret Chef on Hulu. Uh, It I watched all the episodes and there's Chefy, a cartoon chef hat, who is basically the host. It plays too much like solitary. So unlike solitary, the contestants get to meet each other like they get to say hi to everybody. They know everyone's name. They know how they cook. But when they go into their rooms, They're cooking under their aliases, and then they're cooking uh, secretly through different challenges, and these are your various kind of challenges like, hey, uh, use this food to make this dish, and then midway point, actually, we don't want this dish, can you use the ingredients for this dish to make something else to show ingenuity skills? Or hey, we're doing a secret Santa white elephant gift exchange. Would you like to switch the, the cooking elements? Cause it's all gonna be cooking elements, but we're not gonna tell you that. But hey, a panini press, and hey, a toaster, and steamer. But what I thought was the best part was in the final showdown, which we're not gonna I'm not gonna spoil who wins. They basically just did a three course meal. And I like the fact that when it gets into simplicity, that is Master Chef, that is Next Level Chef, and that is uh, Top Chef. Sometimes the three-course meal, and the idea is you have, I think, two hours to make three dishes. And this the catch is on Master Chef, you know, it's both time. You have 45 minutes to make this dish, then you have an hour to make this. Next Level Chef, it's similar hey, you have to make this dish in 45 seconds, but you have to go through each kitchen. And on Top Chef, it depends on which season. Um, but it's usually the pr- the pricks fix, and then it's the, like, you're in a gourmet restaurant kind of thing. Uh, but when it comes to Secret Chef, it is a, you have to make the dish, and you have to cook it for everybody, And then you have to make one dish for your opponent. Because your opponent also has to taste it. So it becomes this sort of uh, battle where, because they don't know what each other is making, and they can send out at any time. It doesn't, there's no time limit other than the two hours to make all three dishes. You could be in the middle of your cooking and suddenly, oh, here comes the entree. And they have to make, and I think that's kind of a more clever approach. But also, it is a bit of a a chess clock battle, which I kind of like, where it's the, what is so-and-so making? Because he's my opponent. Oh, whoa, It's that is delicious. Fuck. And then they start getting pissed off at their thing because there's this little level-headed of, can I actually beat that shit? And I love that as a concept. Uh. And David Chang is also a really smart chef, so I'm I'm glad that he got to be, like, a somewhat face of it, but he only shows up in the last episode. Spoilers. Uh, He tries to just psych people out in a very funny and clever way. Uh, But, yeah, it's a very cute show on Hulu. Will it get a season two? I do not know but I really am sick of hearing the words, the winner gets $50,000 and another $50,000 that's matched courtesy of our friends at Hello Chef. I'm sorry, Hello Fresh. Hello Fresh, not Hello Chef. I'm stuck in that food conscious mind. I Did I tell you about how I'm sick of dating shows and cooking shows yet? I'm sick of those. All right. Oh, you're... By the time those episodes come out in August, everyone will figure out uh, I'm sick of those shows. Uh, so yeah, Secret Chef, very very fun. Uh, and now I can talk about non-game show things I watched. Um, I own in the Across the Spider Verse movie on Voodoo but it's not out yet. Fuck. Uh, Additionally, I saw the first two episodes of my adventures with Superman, the one that is making the rounds. And I'm just going to say it. This is just Trigun Stampede all over again. There's this cutesy, uwu guy that's cute and adorable. And of course, that is Jordan Coded. There's a fleet of Jordan Coded characters now. These uwu, cutesy, I want to hug them kind of characters. And we had Vash the Stampede with his with his cool undercut and happy smiles, and he gets like he shoots guns and is covered in scars and still a badass for some reason. And in this one, we have Superman play that part where he's giving away donuts to people, and Jimmy Olsen's his best friend, and they have a bunk bed together, and it's very fun. Also. Also, there's a Perry White who is sick of everybody's shit and Lois Lane, who is a really cool character who just wants to get news done in a very fun, uh, I would say, hyperactive way in a way that's exciting and enticing. And Jimmy Olsen, which I would say is the I would say the perfect best character of the Superman show, because he's just this uh, he's just like a nerd. But in the best ways, like the happiest ways. And the only thing that I'm getting sick of is the fact that the people are trying to give their thoughts of, Why is Jimmy Black instead of being the ginger red-haired guy? It's just, who gives a shit? But the fact that Jimmy is just Jimmy, and you sit there and you're like, That's how I've always envisioned Jimmy Olsen being, just this guy who's very nerdy about photography and getting photos. That's what I like. And of course, Clark Kent and Superman are both amazing characters. In this universe, he just helps people. That's it. Seldom does he get into the sadness of what the hell am I, who am I? There is little marks on that in episode two which no one has seen yet. So everyone's judging off episode one, the YouTube video from Adult Swim. But episode two, it goes into more sensitive issues about his identity. But it's still enough that he gets to uh, get more answers. And apparently the white haired villain is Deathstroke. And spoilers, he works with Amanda Waller. It's very weird. But also makes a lot of sense. I can't wait to see this universe's version of Lex Luthor, because the either has to be like an Elon Musk or Mark Zuckerberg type, or just a complete like asshole, just a complete rich asshole. And that to me is the one I I need to see. Like, what's the? Because you have to have Lex. Lex has to be in this. But everyone's interpretations of Lex in the modern era is weird. But what they're trying to push here is that the Um, the Superman of now is 30 years into our now, because when they're, they're showing young Clark Kent in a lot of flashbacks and young Clark Kent has smartphones of modern era and a a virtual reality headset. So it's in our timeline now of, Hey, the Superman of now is a kid, which makes things a little interesting. Uh, so I thought that was very cute. Uh, so, hey, turns out if you have a very cute himbo character, uh, people will like it, and and I would like it. Uh, I think it's very wonderful, and I'm glad that there's actually a good DC thing back on the air, because the Flash looks yucky, and there's no promotion for a Blue Beetle. Can we talk about that for a second? They have not done anything for Blue Beetle. They had that one trailer... They got George Lopez and that was it. They have no fucking faith in Blue Beetle or maybe they don't have the budget in advertising for Blue Beetle or anything, but I've been seeing the fucking Barbie movie for like three months now. I've been seeing Oppenheimer for two months now and I've been seeing lots of stuff for The Flash, even if people do not want to see The Flash. What I think is going on is simply put, they want to get these Warner Brother DC movies just out and they want to bury what they think will not make a success. So I don't think Warner Brothers has faith in the Blue Beetle movie. Is that because Latino superheroes? Most likely, yeah. but also, I think it's more of Warner Brothers probably, wants to quickly speed through as many of these movies as possible, including Aquaman 2, so they can go straight into the James Gunn DC universe. Because it has to be what James Gunn wants now, and his Superman story, and his, like, Swamp Thing story. And I don't, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. And I think that they're probably thinking, what's Disney doing with these movies? And the answer is... Burning the love of Marvel to the ground. Secret Invasion's terrible. Not just the intro being AI, which is yucky, but just the show itself. It feels like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but not Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It just, it it feels like low budget web series. Despite the fact it's a TV show where you're supposed to watch because, oh, this is going to be great because in the fifth stage in the Marvel series, we'll learn more about Doctor Strange. It's not a good show. It's simply put, not a a good show. And it sucks because Samuel Jackson's good. He doesn't do TV shows. But I want Daredevil. I want jessica jones iron fist those were fantastic fucking tv shows not not happening here bud not happening and when it comes to the disney plus era like i think the only thing people talk about is the star wars shows right they talk about andor and mandalorian personally i like andor the most uh when it comes to the dc like Anything, it's sad because not a lot of the shows are work Titans is gone now, but that's it. That's like there's nothing else that's like exciting in the world of DC. Harley Quinn, maybe. What are they making the next season of Harley Quinn better come out soon? That's a good show, but nothing, not a damn thing. So For Disney, who has all the Marvel stuff, no. Nah. If it was me, I'm just saying it's me, I'd be very worried about the X-Men. Because to me, I think the next stage in all of this is X-Men, right? Everyone loves the X-Men. But here's where I'm coming from here. I love the X-Men. I think the X-Men is better than the Avengers. I think the Fox X-Men things are okay to shit, to pretty good, but mostly shit. Don't look up the history of the director. Mostly shit, but okay. But the X-Men to me, if done correctly, has a more lasting impact than the Avengers. Now. I think the Spider-Man universe sucks in this thing. I think they just like it because Tom Holland's a cutie pie. Because if you go by what the fucking storyline is for these Spider-Man movies, it's garbage. It's not really a Spider-Man. Ba- the cartoon that animated Into the Spider-Verse with Miles Morales has a better storyline, a better Spider-Man, better Spider-Men. I love fucking Miles Morales in the Spider-Man movies. You know what I don't like? Tom Holland playing Apple Store employee <laughs> Like, Like, if, if this was the real world, if we could try and do some of the comparisons right now, like if we could pretend like Spider-Man's real and the universe is real, and Tony Stark is Elon Musk, fucking Peter Parker would be one of those people buying the eight-buck check mark on Twitter is saying cryptocurrency is great. Don't worry about NFTs, boyos. I got raspberry pies, and I'm gonna try and and mine the crypto Dogecoin to the moon. Gonna see on Reddit. That that would be fucking the Tom Holland Peter Parker. It's an it's it's not he's obnoxious or annoying. It's just his character. What is it about? It, the Aunt May at least is good, but none of his personality really fits. And the storyline with whoever, whether it's Vulture or the multiple spider man it's just not good. Across the Spider-Verse, though, that's a fucking good, the way they handle the animation, the way they handle tone, the way that they're basically replicating everything everywhere all at once. You can be anything you want to do anywhere you want, but there's this one thing that makes you special. That is what makes this a great fucking film. That's what makes Everything Everywhere All At Once such a great film. It's a story about a daughter who is gay and his mom and her mom will not accept that. So she's trying to find a mom that would. And goes through all the multiple universes to try and find that. And the mom in the process goes through multiple universes to try and talk to her. That's emotionally good across the Spider-Verse. Haven't seen it yet, but based on what I have seen, Miles Morales causes a glitch, goes into the multiverse of different Spider-Man, and there's this whole meeting of the Spider-Man universes, just like the Spider-Verse first film, but bigger. And it continues the storyline of Miles Morales trying to figure out where and who he is as a Spider-Man. Perfect. You know what's not good? Tom Holland going, I'm a dumb, oh no, Zendaya, she might die. Oh dear. Horseshit. But you'll buy the web slingers at the, at the Disney California Adventure, the Avengers campus. you would buy that shit, right? So when you see like the Marvel movies now, I'm fucking petrified here. And I don't think they'll do X-Men justice at all because the main focus on the X-Men is simply social justice. In the last decade of all the Gamergate bullshit, it's social justice warriors in my comic books make me angry, Boom, 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 They haven't fucking picked up the X-Men and talk. it's a political fucking comic book. It has been since the 60s. It's a civil rights book. Or is it, it as a graphic novel? What do the mutants mean to you? <laughs> that's that's kind of what it is. So for all intents and purposes, how do you think Disney is going to handle The X-Men, are they going to try and bite the hand and continue fighting DeSantis in the X-Men movies are gonna have like a DeSantis figure going, oh, I hate the X-Men, that they're woke. No, because they're gonna do the most watered down, bullshit kind of, I hate to say whitewash, because they'll probably not whitewash, but watered down version of X-Men. They'll have if they their new Wolverine won't be Hugh Jackman getting pissed off and going, Oh Bud, you're pissing me off. No, you're you're gonna get a you're gonna get like probably a, a, a younger, hunkier actor going, look Bud, I Zig Snick, Bub, snick snick. Also, this is gonna probably be my uh, gambit voice. Hey Montead, you see. I'm Gambit. This is the Gambit voice. Doing the gambit. It sounds like Matt Barry. <laughs> oh, the biggest bastard! <laughs> I'm losing my mind. Okay. Um. But yeah, it's gonna be watered down. Doesn't matter who's Jean Grey. Doesn't matter who's who they're gonna get for for Cyclops or Beast or Nightcrawler or Colossus. Who they're gonna get for Rogue? they're going to get for Storm and they're going to get for um Deadpool dead Deadpool who's ready for Ryan Reynolds ad libs you know what's good is Deadpool 3 is going to show up and Ryan Reynolds is going to ad libs and they're gonna take all those ad-libs out because they're gonna be like passe by the time it comes out. Like Deadpool 3 is gonna be like in process and you're gonna see like Deadpool look at the camera and go, happy birthday Grimace, is this a horror movie? Waka waka. And everyone's gonna be like, all right, the the Grimace shake. Yeah, I remember making a horror movie on TikTok about the Grimace shake. Oh, that's funny. No. That's going to be all dubbed over. That's why he's wearing a fucking mask. Anyway, uh, the Disney uh, X-Men are probably going to be terrible. But I would still want to be in that universe. That's the universe if I would... I don't want to be in the fucking... MCU, unless the MCU includes the X-Men. If the MCU includes the X-Men, I want to be in the X-Men. The X-Men are fucking cool. You got Cyclops, he does, he does the eye thing with the belt. You got the welcome to die X-Men, like the arcade game. You have a lot of different opportunities. A lot of opportunities, and, and they're going to have fun with it. There's a whole like X-Men cartoon revival, I, th- I heard. That's going to be fucking cool. But Disney has some good opportunities. They're relying on nostalgia, like most Disney things. But it should be okay. But I think we're all kind of moving along. Again, I, I, we're going to repeat ourselves thousands and thousands of times. We're in the IP slip-up. You know how Funko—I say Funko Pop economy. We're in the Funko Pop. You know, like. Everything has to be a Funko Pop to determine what is neat, but now nobody's fucking buying Funko Pops, and if they are, it's only to complete a collection or it's one certain thing that they like. I mean, I got a a Pride Robin Funko Pop recently and a oversized Nightwing Funko Pop recently. Uh, And I, I don't really get much Funko Pops. However... What I'm noticing at Hot Topic, and what I'm noticing at Box Lunch, and what I'm noticing at FYE and Mind Games and the, the what is it, the Go Entertainment Store, the Go Games? Maybe even Disneyland. Nobody fucking buys the Funko Pops! Nobody buys the Funko Pops. Why is that? One, the price point. Two, what are they? What do you do if I'm in four? Why would I want one of like this secondary character on a sitcom from the 90s when I was born in 2007? The funny fucking thing about nostalgia is, I'm just gonna chalk this up to example here is, nostalgia is waves. And while the the quote-unquote adults The adults in the room are now of the 80s and 90s. The 90s kids are becoming the adults. So a lot of 90s bullshit sort of hitting the waves. You got to deduct 20. You always have to deduct about 20 or eight, or at most eight, like at least 18, 18 to 20 years. So now you got to think 2003, 2004 in anything. So think of the movies that came out and just think the nostalgia the people who are in high school now who grew up with those and was born loving them that's the the market now so get ready for uh, dodgeball a true underdog story to return or napoleon dynamite uh the incredibles 4 i don't i don't know uh Hey, remember the OC? Well, we got the cast of the OC. They're the adults now. Adrian Brody is now a dad. Here's dad, Adrian Brody. We got a dad, Adrian Brody to help you guys out. Is that great? Is that great? Excited about that? Dad, Adrian Brody? Fox, California. No? Okay, well, what if what if uh What if we we did a, another take on we didn't start the fire? And this time it is with uh the Fallout Boy. Now unfortunately, uh we can't get the rights to we didn't start the fire, the fallout boy edition. So I have to end up having to uh, sing an edition and I know I'm not the best singer, but that's okay. So I I hope, I hope you don't mind. All right, here we go. we we i don't have the rights to LA riots, Rodney King, deep fakes, earthquakes, Iceland volcano, Oklahoma City bomb, Kurt Cobain, Pokemon, Tiger Woods, MySpace, Monsanto GMOs. Oh, Monsanto GMOs. Fuck oh, that Harry Potter, Twilight, Michael Jackson dies, nuclear accident, Fukushima <laughs> Crimean Peninsula Cambridge Analytica Kim Jong-un Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man We didn't start the fire It was always burning Since the world's been turning We didn't start the fire no, we didn't light it, but we're trying to fight it. More war in Afghanistan, cubs go all the way again. Obama, Spielberg, explosion Lebanon. Una bomber, and John, bombing Boston Marathon. Balloon Boy, war on terror, QAnon. Trump gets impeached twice, Polar Bears got no eyes, FireFest, Black Parade, Michael Phelps, Y2K, Boris Johnson, Brexit, Connie Weston, Taylor Swift, Stranger Things, Tiger King, Ever Given Suez. We didn't start the fire, it was always burning since the world's been turning. We didn't start the fire. No, we didn't mind it, but we're trying to fight it. Sandy Hook, Columbine, Sandra Blaine and Tamar Rice, Isis, Love, Ron Jameson, so I'll be blown away. Megan Markle, George White, Burge Khalifa, Matt Troy, Fermi Paradox, Venus, <laughs> and Serena. Michael Jordan 23, YouTube killed, MTV, Spongebob, Golden State Killer got caught. Michael Jordan 45, Woodstock 99, and Batman, Bush v. Gore, I can't take it anymore. We did start the fire, it was always burning since the world's been turning. We didn't start the fire. No, we didn't light it, but we're trying to fight it. Elon Musk, Kaepernick, Texas failed electric grid, Jeff Bezos, Climate Change, White Rhino goes extinct. Great Pacific, Garbage Patch, Tom lungs and Aliens, Marge Rover, Avatar, self-driving electric cars. SSRIs, Prince and the Queen die, World Trade, Second Boy. What else do I have to say? We are start the fire. It was always burning since the world's been turning. We didn't start the fire. But when we're gone, it will still go on and 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 on. And on, and on. We didn't start the fire. It was always burning since the world's been turning. That is some garbage. You know when people gave shit about Friday by Rebecca Black? I I think they, they picked the wrong target if they want to go to bad music, because that is probably the worst cover of We Start the Fire I've ever heard. Holy shit. The problem with a lot of these... Um, We Didn't Start the Fire things is I think We Didn't Start the Fire is like almost every year somebody does a We Didn't Start the Fire version for like 2022 or 2019 or any sort of like that's the problem is like that that whole We Didn't Start the Fire has been done so many times. Like I'm going to just quickly... Go through a few of these and we'll like it it's just here's one. From home supply chain, Oscar slap sanction pain, gender rules, Ukraine aid say goodbye to Roe v Wade, Russian war KVJ, bed red hikes, don't say gay, bootin' batch, you ball tourists on a travel spray. Start the fire. Like that's one. want to mimic iPhone, Ken Bone, Obama, Rick Bone. Hey, I remember that. Avatar, swine, food, water found on the moon, oil spill, Michael Scott, start. Always, there's always a version of this. That was Jimmy Fallon of the funny Jimmy Fallon show. But yeah, that's, oof, that is really, really terrible. Um, The reason it doesn't work is because everyone tries to do the, like, We guys Heard the fight. No the first one was a good time capsule kind of thing and it makes sense for everyone to try to do a time capsule update kind of thing and it's just a list of shit, like it makes sense. That was the final draft? That was the one they went with? They're, they're, hey, QAnon, you're going to be mentioned in a... Oh, Michael Jordan's gonna be mentioned twice. What? It, they, There's mentions of basketball players, but not one of Tom Brady. That's weird. Kind of like if I were going to like the last decade, Tom Brady would be like one of those top players. Makes sense why you wouldn't put that there though, if you want to do basketball. Uh, Kobe Bryant dies, yeah. Also kind of weird to like do like massacre explosion and then just like, let's lighten the mood and say LeBron James. Like what the fuck? It just sorta of doesn't work. Like you just have to list a bunch of shit. That's it. That that's we didn't start the fire. In any version. So here we go. Ready? Let's let's do our version of We Didn't Start the Fire. Because that's what works. Yeah, here we go. Thing you know, thing you know, thing you know, remember that, thing you know, thing you know, remember that too. Thing you remember, TV show, thing you remember, other thing, TV show, TV show, movie you watched. News event, remember that, news event, remember that, news event, remember that, remembers musical. Remember this musical, remember this artifact, celebrity, celebrity, celebrity name. We did start the fire. It was always burning since the world's been turning We didn't start the fire No, we didn't light it, but we tried to fight it News event, news event, news event Politician news event, election-run world event happened Disaster struck, disaster struck, another disaster struck. News event, remember that, remember this too. News event, remember this, from news event, you remember this. News event, news event, remember this too. News event, news event, news event, news event. Celebrity name, celebrity name, celebrity name, name, name. We didn't start the fire, it was always burning since the world's been turning. We didn't start the fire. No, we didn't light it, but we tried to find it. News event, news event, news event celebrity. News event celebrity, news event celebrity. News event celebrity, celebrity celebrity news event. Remember this, remember this. What else do you remember this? Remember this, remember this. Oh, smart (laughs) dude. Another remember, 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 remember. Remember This was your childhood. Remember this. 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 As well, we didn't start the fire. It was always burning since the world's been turning. We didn't start the fire. No, we didn't light it, but we tried to fight it. Celebrity, celebrity, celebrity. Celebrity, movie, celebrity in a movie. Celebrity, celebrity in a movie, movie eventful thing. Hey, remember this app? Remember this, remember this, remember this as well? Another news event to happen. What else do I have to say? We didn't start the fire. It was always burning since the world's been turning. We didn't start the fire. No, we didn't light it, but we tried to fight it. Remember podcast, hey remember podcast Remember podcast, remember that app to Remember podcast, remember podcast YouTube videos and an also news event TV show, movie, celebrity, name celebrity Horrible event, horrible event, horrible event Horrible event, horrible event is a news event Horrible event with a news event Remember this, remember this Hey a good thing happened again We didn't start the fire It was always burning since the world's been turning, we didn't start the fire, but when we're gone, will it still burn on, and on, and on, and on, and on, on on with these parodies of We Didn't Start the Fire? It was always burning since the world's been turning, we're gonna keep singing We Didn't start. It, it is now. Okay. I'll get some water. Oh, wow. This is a live to tape episode, too. <laughs> so that's good. All right. Anyway, um, We're about to wind down from this episode. Um, The last talking point is going to be about threads and Twitter and Blue Sky and all the social media things. I got a threads. I met Jordan on threads. I'm also Jordan on Instagram, which is how I got threads. I'm Jordan Haas on Blue Sky, and I do have invite codes. (sighs) So anyway, um. Everyone keeps talking about Elon Musk uh, and I, I just like the fact that people still know he's a big dumb idiot. I do like the fact that people are going through the which is better threads or Twitter and the fight. Um, well, I'm preaching the choir here. You're it, A lot of people think I'm, what do they call it? A uh, con... What, what what con artist? Contrarian, sorry, a contrarian, Not a con artist, contrarian artist maybe, a contrarian because I don't stay. I I'm kind of against like popular things. That's why I did like two episodes about Mr. Beast. Um, <clears throat> but uh, so threads is out now. And, oh, what's better, threads or Twitter? Well, at the moment, threads. But it comes to usability, Twitter. What you need to do now, if you have threads, is make a desktop app, making it easy for social media people who work by a desktop. Uh, you need time schedules, you need all that kind of things that social media people like need to run their social medias on the threads you need to do a lot of services that twitter used to do on threads and if you're going to really go head-to-head with twitter you don't want to go fully into let's just copy and paste twitter because it the the whole appeal to threads at least to me is it's through instagram it's not facebook it's not twitter it is the instagram twitter it is Supposed to be what college kids of now will gravitate towards. And Twitter is definitely not doing that. Twitter uh, is parlor, Twitter is gab, Twitter is true social. Elon Musk spent shitloads of money trying to buy friendships and never got them. And he tried to do hardcore and fucked over the dev teams, fucked over like business owners, fucked over so many people that his only loyal followers are giving eight bucks a month for a check mark. And they're doing it in that same kind of, we talked about this, speaking of Mr. Beast, that cult-like behavior of, well, if we talk about Elon Musk in a positive way, we follow Elon Musk, we give him eight bucks a month, Maybe I will go to Mars. Maybe I will get a Tesla. Maybe something that he has is good. Maybe the Boring Company flamethrower will be given to me. Hey, remember when all you fuckos were like, oh, it's got a flamethrower, it's a a Boring Company flamethrower. It's so funny, Elon Musk is a genius. Don't you feel stupid yet? Do you guys feel stupid yet? The Boring Company's Elon Musk. Anyone who fell for the flamethrower shit should be ashamed he was always like this numbnuts He's always a dumb shit The thing that made him a quote-unquote genius was he had the people who built the rockets with him and Had the people who fucking built cars next to him. He didn't even build the fucking cars He fired the people who built the fucking cars for a, for a company called Tesla, he sure is being not Tesla. See, it's called Tesla because uh, Tesla was the one that found electricity, not Edison. But because of the, the fact that he kind of got blindsided by this, Uh, We wanted to have it so he gets name recognition. Just like how you know somebody would, say, invent the electric car and work at this company and the battery that would power, say, the known car, and you fire them and rename it to it's Elon Musk. That same kind of horrible behavior. Elon is a shithead. He's a dumb shit. I would not want to be friends with Elon Musk. I think Elon Musk sucks, but you know who else sucks? Mark Zuckerberg. I think Mark Zuckerberg sucks. I think Mark Zuckerberg, however, is smart. Say what you will about Facebook being like a spy device and encouraging misinformation on Facebook that causes all of your grandparents and aunts and uncles to be really shitty at Thanksgiving. It'd be really horrible to any of your friends who might be on the LGBTQ spectrum, who might be uh, black or Asian or Pacific Islander. Instead of trying to get the information, he just said, not not we're not a news division Bye." and now threads, which is supposed to be a microblog for news. Is not? I don't know. I still don't know this early, but I do think Zuckerberg is smart, though. I think Mark Zuckerberg. And if it comes down to do like Mars between Zuckerberg and Musk, I'd pick the Zuck because here's the thing. Mark Zuckerberg sounds and looks like A.I. He looks like an A.I. creation. He's robotic with his delivery lines on any Facebook thing. If you saw the YouTube video where he talked about threads, it's just beep bloop bloop, robo chat. It doesn't sound even like a business speak. It just sounds like we just chat API this and then up, here we go. But if, if Elon Musk is advanced AI robot, Elon Musk is that AI program that doesn't fucking work. That everybody uses to create the fucked up Garfield art. That's Elon Musk, and he's not that self-aware. He's the laughing stuck for a reason. He is the fucked up Garfield art. You you see the fo- so like like for instance, we j- we made the joke about the grimace shake recently. Here, the the grimace horrible thing on the episode. Because people on TikTok, they have birthday grimace. They drink the shake and then fucked up horror movie tropes appear like the grimace is out to kill them or they, they end up being poisoned to death or something through the horrors of the grimace shake because it's purple, it's toxic and it's, it's a good subtle reminder of like that 1980s B movie horror. And someone tried to do that like late 2000s horror, like the Cloverfield kind of monster in the house situation. And I like the, the creativity of a lot of the people. But the equivalent would be like everyone doing these memes: Happy birthday, Grimace, they drink it. And then they have like the family guy fall down pose and they're already trying to look like they're dead. And that's the joke. He would be the one thinking like, oh, I could do this, too. Happy birthday, Grim! And then he he doesn't take a sip. He just holds the milkshake up and then cut to like a photo of Peter Griffin from Family Guy falling off. He doesn't get the fucking joke. It's a real try-hard rich kid buying friends energy is what I'm trying to get at. At least Zuckerberg... I, If you tell me he has friends, I would believe you. I believe he has friends. I also believe none of them want accountability for their actions, and I do think there is that level of money in their pocket that makes you think really dumb shit, and I think they both possess that. For Mark Zuckerberg, his embarrassment is, we have pants now in the metaverse. That was this year. Zuck is not your friend either. He just now developed pants in the metaverse. He has developed Xbox avatar support for your avatar. But Elon Musk, he's like, uh he's the equivalent of like a 4chan user who joined B and sees all of these fucked up memes and doesn't know what any of it means, but he's going to repeat them. And then hope that makes jokes. He's the one who's gonna be like, "I'm a fire in my laser. Well, Shoot the whoop." He's gonna he's gonna go to Habo Hotel uh and and dresses himself and say pools closed due to ads i i advertising i we need advertisers please give me eight bucks a month on twitter that's just how it goes uh so anyway threads has been fun but there's no desktop app, so I've been barely using it on my computer. But on my phone, it's right next to my New York Times uh, game apps. So that's been delightful for me. Additionally, I like the u- user interface a lot better than Twitter. It hasn't broken like Twitter other than I see everybody's uh, threads versus, you know, who I'm following, which is kind of broken right now. But personally speaking, I like Blue Sky a lot more. Because it's still a cool kids club. And the ones that get the, like, app thing and are, like, trying to be cool and are then become dipshits are getting pounded on. And not in a engagement way. And they get the fuck off this Fuck off. And I think that should be happening to all of the new apps. Like, any like get rid of all the transphobia especially if you're trying to appeal to kids hey fuckos you want to appeal to like the teenagers and like pre like teens like high school college age of now get rid of the boomers get rid of like these 70 year olds upset about pronouns they don't give a shit they're like hey you're trans, awesome, fuck yeah that's it, they move on if you can't even get through that bare minimum step of someone coming out as trans with the, you're ruining society all oh, fucking ruining sports and bathroom get tell those grandpas to get the fuck off the internet Get take away their internet take away their accounts Reds, if you could do that that'd make you the winner hey blue sky if you can do that that would make you the winner because the kids don't give a shit the kids will still be edgelords don't get me wrong kids will still make mistakes say racial slurs and and homophobic slurs and all of those horrible things. But they don't actually mean most of the time what they say, they just see it from how they grew up. And how did they grow up is in these sexist, racist, homophobic worlds. Because they think that's okay. You wanna stop that shit, you get rid of the internet bullshit that brings that shit there. Simple. It's not the slurs are rude. It's the meaning behind the slurs. And why are you saying the R slur? Why are you saying the F slur? Why are you saying all these slurs? Is it out of hate or is it because you grew up with a racist that said the N word multiple times in private? That's what I'm this is the, the real thing. And hey, get rid of those people, too. Because the kids of now love, and I mean love their friends, and their friends are biracial. They have multiple parents. They're they're divorced, they, and they love no matter who they are. They love social media because there's so many different people that they can relate to. And what they're doing on social media is saying you know what people really want Alex Jones they want Joe Rogan no CrossFit dads do Joe Rogan they don't do kids who are studying chemistry in high school don't fucking watch Joe Rogan maybe the dumb jock at school maybe the loner kid who's a little bit on edge but not the fucking like regular person on the street you know what they're watching the kids they're watching dream they're watching uh Hassan piker on twitch they're socially aware of the real world more than you might think it's just you're not on twitch or tiktok enough Hey, you know what I saw recently and is the so Chris uh, came out as trans on on the Internet and it's it's the public eye. My uh, Mr. Beast, Chris, Chris Beast. And what I've noticed is the younger they are, because these are kids who have uh, social media. They're more happy for Chris. Hey, wonderful. Live your best life. I'm so glad one of my favorite YouTubers is happy. And I hope you're and and your your kids gonna love you no matter what and keep doing the best things. We love you on your videos. Keep up the great work. When it gets to like a certain age demo, like a 60, 70 or someone who's clearly not really well-educated, you divorced, you little kids are gonna end up miserable! It it, it just becomes like a wow. You really just showed your whole hog on that one, didn't ya? So anyway, please follow Chris the Meme God on on threads. I wanna, I actually wanna post, I actually wanna recap something that I saw on Chris the Meme God on threads. Follow her. Uh, I I do think it, the, the reason I think Chris is a perfect is because the more you have trans identities on social media in in, in a celebrity light, the more normalized it is, especially if they're younger, because that's the next generation of kids. Um, uh, like like everyone's excited about Elliot, right? Uh, and. They, they they read about uh, non-binary actors in Hollywood, and they're accepting, but there's not that many. And when you uh, see that, like, oh, well, there's all of these people coming out as trans, and I'm happy for all my friends who are coming out as trans, especially during Pride Month, especially during this weird time we're living in with a lot of horrible conditions. But the one I want to read here is this is my favorite line. Even at my lowest, I'm still a family guy. That's a good one. No, here we go. Ready? Gender is when tomatoes aren't in fruit salad. And this is... I don't know if this is fake or not, but this was a great comment, and I want to read this out loud. Because to me, this is the jokes that... This is apparently a real comment that somebody posted on th- on I think the on YouTube by Sam Sharkey. Honestly, here's the thing about the transgenderism, if you were to plant some tomatoes, would you mix sauce or some other type of shit with it? This is relevant because a tomato is a tomato and not a fruit. You don't put them in a fruit salad and no one makes tomato smoothies unless they hate themselves. I hate the V8 stuff on shelves because it tastes like Hillary Clinton don't make v8 shit Do anything but that by drinking v8 you are sending a political message by not voting you're sending a political message by wishing someone happy 4th of july you're sending a political message tomatoes are not fruits no matter what anyone tells me you can't make a tomato fruitcake tomatoes are vegetables and so is every other vegetable by trying to bring up tomatoes and some other vegetables as being fruits, you're be pretentious and you should go swim in wet cement. That's about it. That's a good way of explaining what's going on. Yeah. Go off. Um so <laughs> Going to get political, but my mom used to make me bananas and Miracle Whip sandwiches, and it is great, and you can't convince me it's not a legitimate sandwich. I don't care how gross it sounds. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) That was... No, it, it, it gets weird. Anyway, uh, I think Chris is good. The reason I want to bring up Chris is like the Mr. Beast channel is popular. Chris is the best friend of Mr. Beast, and she's in a lot of those videos. So it's going to be a big audience. If there are streamers who come out as trans and, and they have to go through the same process, it makes the most sense as well. I remember that happened with uh, uh, Stephanie Sterling. Uh, when they came out, oh god, bloodshed, because this was like right after Gamergated, you're on our side, Jim. Jim, you are on our side, the side of the gamers. And she's all like, what? (laughs) No, I'm not binary, fuck you. And oh no, lose subscribers, because now by existing as not guy, you are political. Apparently. Now folks, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a cis white guy. I'm I'm not looking to change my gender anytime soon. I I will comfort I will say I'm comfortably a guy. I I'm well aware though of I'm bisexual though. I do like a lot of people. I do want to smooch a whole lot of people. Well it becomes weird. In this weird world we live in is I honestly know how that feels. That coming out, what people think that 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 scare. That to me that is why I can relate to a lot of these people. Because it's scary. Because you're chastised looking glass on you. Will your friends still like you? What the your family. And I I think for it, it The continuation of this homophobia and transphobia on the internet only continues that stigma when it comes to coming out. And I, I think that's the biggest problem currently. That's why I'm excited when I see celebrities and anyone come out as trans, as gay, as bi-whatever. Because A, they should be happy, should be the key word here, after coming out and living their best life and b which is the guarantee this is the real guarantee and this is actually the good part regardless of whatever celebrity that is it comes out as trans or non-binary or gay or bi or whatever there's gonna be some kid who is in high school who is in who's a teenager who is having those thoughts who thinks they're gay or thinks they're trans and it's just Finding that courage to come out. And they will be thinking, well, if so-and-so did it. I shouldn't be so scared. And then the problems hit and you get still people who don't understand and all this hatred and just as scary. To me, that's the worst part about all this. Is trans rights, y'all. The person comes out and says, I just, I don't feel like myself. I, I feel like this. And then their family leaves them, or the friends go, oh, what the fuck? And I don't mean like hiccups, like, oh, they dead name once or twice or they use the wrong pronoun everyone like accidentally. No, I mean like, you're not our friend. Get the fuck out for being. No, That's the shit. And no one wants to be a villain. But to me, that's, that's horrifying to me that's the big challenge in social media now so it doesn't matter who wins threads or blue sky see I remember what the talking point was the focus should be can you protect trans people in in the social justice that is social justice in the world and push away the crackpots. Push away the Bill Maher Club random people. (laughs) Push away the boomer people who will never understand and no matter how many times they, they think they want to, they just want to, they don't get it. And because they don't get it, they're just gonna try and crack a joke about it and just be a horrible shit heel. That to me is, is the people who should not really be on the next social media platform, whatever it is. Because I think the next one has to be more happier. It has to be more happier, more supportive, more inviting, more happy. And I think you can leave all the, ugh, it's woke, oh, God damn it, woke is all the supposed woke mind virus. You can leave that to Twitter with Elon Musk. You can even leave that on YouTube because the next generation won't probably be using Twitter that much. And YouTube, it's in tides and waves. So the next pool of ways content is only a few years away. And even then they're mostly on TikTok anyway. And remember the government tried to shut that shit down? Boy, that was great. Anyway, I wanted to leave you with those kind of words. Please support your friends and tell me you love them. And as for me, this could be, again, the last episode. I always hate saying that. But again, I'm taking care of my mom. I won't get much sleep, so I don't know when the next episode's coming out. So thank you all for the kind words. You can follow me on threads at Jordan ha- Jordan bluesky and Jordan on Twitter. And also follow me on Discord and Patreon.com slash Jordan Haas. Uh I hope to see you guys soon. New episodes of the game shows, I suppose, happen Wednesday in a special break. I don't know when the next episodes of that will be, but the archive is up every Monday. We'll see you again soon. Thank you so much for listening. This is Jordan Haas. Signing off. Good night.